2: I just... Uh, the only thing I want, I want to say is I, I feel like I look like Jamiroquai with this, <laughs> this Timo hat on. The Timo hat and I, the, I don't, the headphones.
3: I mean, you, you might look like Jamiroquai, but my question is, why is that something you're going for right
2: now? <laughs> I want to do a League of Legends Jamiroquai edit. Ooh, look, I'm going <laughs> to take, take a picture of me. Ooh, virtual insanity.
3: hello everybody i'm travis hey everybody this is brandon cruz welcome welcome to apathetic enthusiasm
2: a show your
3: weekly dose of weekly whatever the heck we want to talk
2: it hasn't been weekly for months my
3: friend yeah yeah even then you know uh yeah, so this is the podcast that Brandon's trying to kill so that he can talk about pop vinyl figures all the time.
2: <laughs> no, uh, no, 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 you misunderstand. What we do on this show is we talk about we talk about pop culture stuff already and we talk about we talk about this and that and every there is a pop Funko for l- just about literally everything we've ever talked about on this show. Literally. Not metaphor. I,
3: I'm I'm positive that's incorrect. And, and I, I would love if anybody listening knows <laughs> of something we've covered on this show and hasn't seen it made into a, a Funko pop vinyl There's, figure. Uh, make sure to hit us up on the following social media <laughs> platforms. Uh, you can talk to us on Twitter at Apathusiast, I am at Juggle Brandon is at Steve The Heeb. Uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show on Instagram, apathetic underscore enthusiasm. Email us at apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail dot com, and of course, all of our stuff, pop vinyls and all, <laughs> is available at apatheticenthusiasm dot Guaranteed to be up for at least another year, thanks to, thanks to a major hit to my bank account.
2: Congratulations on that! Oh, we're we're all we're all stoked for you.
3: Yeah, make sure to support this show and <laughs> our other podcasts on Patreon.
2: Yeah, I don't know why you're so. So down on the pop funko idea,
3: yeah. I, it's, listen, I don't hate the. There's two reasons. So one, one I don't want to. I don't want to lose this show. Like, and and we'll and we'll talk about the fact that we've been doing this show for three years uh, a little bit later. But um, this is this is sort of like your baby, right? This is this is the first podcast we ever started. It's been through a whole lot of stuff, but you know, like we're the parents. Yeah, and like we we still love it. You know, maybe maybe it dropped out of high school. Maybe 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 it got its GED. Maybe <laughs> maybe it's, you know, it's trying it's trying. It's trying to re- relive those glory
2: days. That
3: It's getting more of a vocational job and there's nothing wrong with that. People 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 <laughs> love it. And uh yeah, maybe it doesn't have the most friends as some of its other podcasts that it hangs out with on apatheticenthusiasm.com. <laughs> uh but this this is really um, probably the most time we spend just hanging out, talking the two of us, uh, in a given two week period that doesn't involve Rick and Morty. Uh, or so for me, this, is, and then we record it and post it on the internet. Uh, but yeah, so, <laughs> so I really enjoy this. Obviously, uh, the pop idea is great. I think it would be a good segment. I think it would be a good podcast on its own. Uh, thank, thank part you. of me was hesitant to do it without Funko being like, Hey, here's stuff or here is money. And then, I mean, if I'm being a hundred percent honest, so if anyone's listening in, in the, uh, in the upper workings of Funco and would love us, love for us to do a podcast about your products, <laughs> by all means, we will be happy to do it. Just send us an email at apathetic enthusiasm show at com. I, I, you
2: know, for, for those listening, the, uh, 50 to 70 people listening every week, to every two weeks to this podcast let me just say here's here's the thing with the the funko cast the the new idea that because it's we when we were in this and we're talking about like topics and during our our weird middle middle adolescent years we're still trying to figure out what we want to do with our our podcast life in this thing we we wanted topics and we're like looking for topics here and there and everywhere and we're like oh, well maybe we'll do this this week and and then like two weeks later we decided no you know, actually let's let's go into like science I don't know what we did but <laughs> the,
3: that was a weird period
2: <laughs> but the, the the thing is is Funkos offer that perfect focal point not to talk about just the figurines like if you have a I don't know a Predator figurine. Then you can say, okay, here's here's this figurine, here's the the figurine itself, sure, we'll talk about that a little bit, but then you use that as a a a launching point for to talk about the history of Predator in pop culture in general. So Pop Funko is a launching point for the pop culture history lesson, so to speak. Yeah,
3: and and I agree. I'm I don't But you don't want to give this up. I I get that. I just I I feel like it doesn't have to be brand related necessarily like like you could just use that internally and be like hey let's talk about x um and maybe if i think i think if it was a video podcast i think that that would change it a little bit if it was something where you're like featuring visuals including the character itself um i don't know maybe that would be different uh, and also it, 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 would be, uh, it would
2: be really easy to do even like the we we got out of the habit of doing show images really for for new episodes a lot of the time. Like it's, yeah that, that is an easy thing to put on Twitter. Like, here's a picture of the, the, the predator Funko, right? Cause, cause the thing about it is it's, it's pulling in an audience, a specific niche of people who collect Funkos, but also care about those, those characters. And so it's, it's not just like a random excuse to talk about predator for a Netflix rewatch or, whatever yeah yeah i mean it's 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 themed and it's pointed and
3: i think i think the final thing i'll say oh excuse me uh is is this is just one of countless uh (laughs) podcast ideas that brandon comes up with every other couple of weeks that's true uh so you know it's it's hard to know which ones are going to stick and which ones aren't like uh yeah yeah and not not to not to, to you know shy you away but uh this I mean, you,
2: you just, you just, you just know that, you know, I,
3: there are only so many hours in the day. I sew
2: you. my, I sew my wild podcast oats <laughs> and, and it doesn't matter with, with whom, they just, zoom. it's just all. Yeah. Uh, I,
3: maybe, maybe it'll pop up. Maybe it'll be a special, special episode coming <laughs> up. Uh, but one, one Funko pop vinyl figure that, that I don't currently own, but, uh, in part because I haven't been able to find it on a store shelf, I've, I found some from this property. Uh, but that is the Black Panther oh. uh, Funko, which which leads our conversation this week uh, as far as pop culture things we're talking about. Uh, Brandon, where where do you want to start with this one?
2: Well, let me just start by saying that the Black Panther Funko de- debuted in twenty. 20- <laughs>
3: <laughs> Stop it! Stop.
2: Now the character of Black Panther originated back in uh, no, okay, anyways, uh, we,
3: Marvel Comics in 1975, <laughs> and I then I have no idea. In, what year.
2: Insert audio of someone talking about Black Panther, the the comic property back in the day. Um, so yeah, the movie the movie came out this last weekend, and it's taken yeah, some people the world went and saw it too
3: by storm. Yeah, uh... by storm. Not, largest, not stole store from X-Men. No, no. Uh, largest theatrical release in a February uh, release. Uh, it's already close to beating uh, The Last Jedi. Um, Ooh, uh, right around the its, corner. Like, first, I don't know. I, I read an article or a, a headline on that. Um, it's number four, I think, overall, um, like opening weekends. So really strong release, uh, for for the Marvel Studios with Black Panther, which, I mean, I wasn't expecting it not to have a, a huge, uh, we opening weekend, right? But I I will admit I'm a I'm a tad surprised that, uh, it was as, like, it's- large of an opening weekend as it was.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, I can't. I can't. I don't know how much I can speak to uh, what I predicted the movie to be. I, I feel like as a Marvel movie, it was destined to be a huge movie anyway. Yeah, uh, and and I do think that there was a bit more more hype to this uh, from a from a larger swath of people to go see this movie just at at the outset. Um,
3: yeah, well, and obviously you, you talk about. Uh majority of the cast is black and there, um like there was a big push uh for the movie for that reason as well as i think like the director uh i, th- I think some of the writers like uh, a lot of uh, racial diversity i guess um uh which is awesome and is something that has been lacking in in big budget films for a really long time so so, there was definitely a push I saw on social media supporting that aspect of the film. Um, but also, yeah, it's a, it's a new Marvel. I mean, it's like a, a new Marvel character where it's not like a sequel. It's not like we're getting a third Iron Man movie, a, th- a third, tro- uh, uh, Thor movie. Like, we're, we're, we're getting to see, um, the, the backstory for one of the probably most exciting and cool characters from uh, Captain America Civil War. Uh, so I mean I know my son who's just really now starting to get uh, really excited about Marvel movies was asking me on a daily basis like when when is Black Panther coming out so we can go see it uh, so so yeah I mean there's a lot a lot of buzz going on leading up to the release of the
2: movie. yeah yeah and one thing that I I, I like the way Marvel is going and in introducing characters is using the flagship titles to introduce secondary characters to where you don't necessarily need to do an entire origin story for them. You just, you introduce them a little bit. Oh, they're in the action. Oh, this, this character is cool. And then make a, make a new movie. Black Panthers is, is a perfect example of that. As Spider-Man to a lesser extent. I mean, everyone knows Spider-Man's origins already, but uh, yeah,
3: which I, I mean, I don't know that we talked too much about Spider-Man homecoming on this, but, Like, the fact that they didn't do an origin story for that film was awesome. Like, they, it was unneeded. We had too many theatrical origin stories for Spider-Man. Um, I think Black Panther, and we'll talk a little bit about the specifics of the film. Um, the fact that they, they needed to give an origin story, not, not only for, you know, Black Panther, the character, but also for, wakanda itself and just the whole backstory of you know this country and and why they've been so technologically advanced but hidden away and nobody really knew what they were capable of for such a long time so they which they did most of that very quickly through like uh i don't know like Like animation and stuff like that but yeah Okay. Oh, montage.
2: Oh, like the the opening the opening montage where they're right, yeah. uh, talking about Wakanda.
3: Yeah. So uh, so then it's it's not like it's uh you're spending thirty minutes trying to figure out like how everything came to be. Like at that point you're already in the action and 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 into the the plot of the film.
2: Right. Right. I, I do I do want to talk about Wakanda because there's um that's a it's a huge part of the the story because of the themes of. Uh, colonialism isolationism uh, mm-hmm. as, as far as countries are, are concerned and you know we talk about the countries and then goes a little bit lower and it, it it's represented in the the peop, the characters in the in the film uh with with killmonger played by michael b jordan uh and then uh chadwick boseman right he's uh the eponymous black panther and and even uh some of the, the side characters like it the characters embody these kind of, uh, these opposing themes, but so Wakanda versus the outside world. I, I, there's a, a gentleman, David Luzader. He hosts, uh, Brokebot mountain, uh, which is a Westworld podcast. Yeah. I saw, he posted something on Twitter, uh, saying that he wishes that they would have done more to explore Wakanda and, and shown us what Wakanda is like. uh, what what do you th- what do you think? Do you feel do you feel like they showed us enough of the the country or do you, did you want more or did you get did you understand it?
3: Well, I, I think this is an important moment to clarify my experience with the film uh, just for uh, the benefit of the listeners. Uh, I went and saw this film on Friday opening weekend, uh, actually went with a group from work and then uh, brought my son along with me because, as I said, he was very excited to see it. And I don't know if it was the icy or the buttery topping on the popcorn, but about halfway into the film, my son uh, was feeling rather sick, and unfortunately, <laughs> I I had to leave the movie. And it was I was so torn. I've never I've never had wanted to.
2: Like, I certainly didn't want to leave
3: the movie. <laughs> um, I've never walked out on a Marvel film before. Um, I did. And, I did. I think
2: when, uh, like, for for Captain America, for one of the, the, like, I was waiting for the the end scene, the end credits to be there.
3: Oh, you walked out during the credits.
2: Well, well, no, 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 no. I mean, uh, <laughs> it was it was towards the. I forget at what point I walked out, but I was waiting to see more of the movie, and then uh, it was when the uh, Chelsea was still pregnant. And ah. uh, it was like, oh, oh, God, gotta, gotta, gotta go, gotta go. But there's still part of me that was like, just a couple more that's minutes. Insane.
3: Like, like there was a part of me that's like, maybe if he just relaxes in this luxurious recliner here in this <laughs> state of the art theater uh, that I paid good, good money for to get us tickets t- to see, uh, maybe it'll pass. But uh, unfortunately, uh, we did leave early, so I only saw about half of the film. And I am eagerly awaiting the opportunity to go see the other half um so and rack up that box office even more <laughs> uh so uh but to answer your question right. i of what I saw of Wakanda i I liked what I saw I definitely did want to see more of it um it was it was interesting the different layers of it uh f- from a a design standpoint. I was really uh, kind of blown away with the way that they married sort of traditional um like cultural designs yeah. with modern structures. So when you'd have like a skyscraper that appeared to have almost like a thatch type roof, um or you know, and like the design of it is kind of like a blending of those two things. Um also just from the costumes and 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 some of the other characters seeing the way that they had uh sort of like modern armor or or kind of that I don't it's not sci-fi but like the comic book looking uh features but also blended in very traditional african styles um i thought that was i thought that was really cool i think i think it i think it would have been neat to maybe explore some more of those areas but i understand that for a movie this size, and and where it kind of sits in the progress of the MCU, um, they they probably were limited on on exactly how much they could do
2: in the film. Got gotcha. So so I'll say uh, that you I I I know the part that you left for the movie, and and for for those listening, we're not gonna we're not gonna do any spoilers because uh, Travis didn't finish the movie, and he hates spoilers, and he would hate me. For, for the rest, Aww, of you're so sweet, Brandon. For for the of the evening. <laughs> thanks, <CD>. buddy. Uh, <laughs> uh, but so okay, so, uh, let me let me let me see. Uh, so let me let me just say what uh, uh, at Dave Luz said. So he said, "I'm a little disappointed that Black Panther spent so much time focusing on Wakanda and its relationship with the rest of the world that we barely got to know Wakanda at all." He had similar issues with how Asgard was shown in Thor, and that we only see these places in time of crisis you'll get a feel for what they're actually like. Wakanda is super self-sufficient, a world away from the world, and all we saw was a couple shots of the capital and one street corner in the city up close. Did did you feel did you feel that way or uh
3: I don't I don't think that's exactly how I feel. Um I think talking about those layers of Wakanda, uh I feel like you got to see sort of the outer, the suburban maybe Areas of Wakanda where there are certainly uh, some of the partnering tribes that are not like in the main city, but they are out. They are living a more maybe traditional life. Where um, help me out with with uh, actors' names. The the guy from from Get Out. Oh yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah. Um. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. Daniel Kaluuya.
3: Yes. Yes. So uh he he was. Sort of like the champion i guess for for one of the other tribes uh that he seemed to live more on the outskirts um and and he and he had access and he and he definitely came and um was sort of part of that council uh but he he kind of i don't know that that seemed like sort of that more rural part of Wakanda. But then you get into the main city, and you got to see, like, a bustling city, lots of people. Uh, and, But it still had, like, I mean, it had, like, futuristic, like, trains and, like, and these, like, transportation systems. But then also, like, like, dirt roads and, and stuff. Like, so it was, like, this weird kind of blending of, of, old, of two old, styles but, again.
2: Yeah, traditional and modern, right.
3: Right, but then you get, like, really into the heart of, you know the vibranium core or whatever and it's like a futuristic like laboratory and it's all high tech and it's all like just really focused on the, you know the the futuristic stuff that they can develop and things like that and so um i don't know like sure there are definitely other places that they could explore and if we get subsequent black panther movies i think they could do that or i mean just from the trailers that we've seen for infinity war, it's possible. We're going to get a little bit more Wakanda from there. So, you know, like maybe, maybe, maybe we will get more.
2: Yeah. 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 I mean, maybe, maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah. I just, you know, uh, I, 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 completely understand that, that pers that perspective wanting, wanting to see, see more of it. Uh, but I almost, I almost, the first thing I can compare this to was the last Jedi and the casino planet where the casino planet they're like, they wanted us to care about this casino planet. And they showed us, they, they, they showed us in a badly executed way really Hmm. quickly what this casino planet was about. Like, Oh, we're not supposed to like this, this place. It's, it's a character, but it, but I, I think what it boils down to is Wakanda felt like a character in the movie and the casino planet right. felt like a caricature of of a place in a movie that that to me is is the, the no yeah i
3: think that's a good comparison
2: uh but anyway so uh we, again we we're not gonna talk too much too much spoilers, but I will say that uh from <laughs> the the part where travis stopped watching everything up to there was was really really good the act the acting is spot on um martin freeman the <laughs> uh <our>, are <laughs> Uh, Andy Serkis, the Tolkien white people. <laughs> the, yes, that that joke. Uh, yeah,
3: I, I mean, and and I can say for about half the film that I did get to see, uh, there were there was a lot of world building. Yeah. So I think parts of it felt a little bit slower um, in in that first half, uh, just because um, you're you're getting a lot of information, but there aren't a ton of like action scenes or anything necessarily. Um, There are some really great action sequences though in, in those first uh, that first half of the film. And I, it was really frustrating because the point that I left felt like a very big scene (laughs) that, that was going to take the movie in a potentially uh, interesting direction. And I had to leave, you didn't, you, didn't, you, so,
2: you didn't get to the end of that scene.
3: No, I walked out. Okay, like in that scene. So yeah, it's
2: yeah, yeah. Well, uh, this is the only thing I'll say is that's the point when uh, Iron Man comes swooping in and like, ah, saves everything. Yes, and awesome. And then they fight Ultron because Ultron wasn't completely dead. So it was just this big <laughs> battle
3: scene. And, and
2: I mean, told you I don't like spoilers. Man. I, I, that's Come not a spoiler. On. It's in the previews. Uh, for age of ultra oh, okay
3: fair enough uh well as <laughs> as a person that did w- w- get to watch the whole film whose whose child did not uh, <laughs> become ill uh how would you rate this film overall
2: uh i you know, I'm, I'm as as the standard rate it in the uh the the halls of marvel movies or as a standalone movie like what what would I rate it as a movie on its own? Sure. No, which which one? Pick one. Yeah. <laughs>
3: which one do you want me to do? Do that one. <laughs> uh well, I mean, how how do you how do you feel it stacks up against the other Marvel films? We'll start it's, there.
2: it Okay. Well it's definitely it's top ten. Faux okay. awesome. show. Uh I I haven't had time to really put thought into if it is in my if it is in my personal top five. I think, as far as films go uh craftsmanship wise directing, acting um character theme all all that stuff, I would put it uh i would put it in the top five right now i would i, I would say it's okay. top five as far as quality movie as far as my personal top five, like as far as enjoyment goes i don't know i don't know if it's that high up again, I haven't really like thought back like, oh where are all the <laughs> what? Like Ant Man, come on, that's some that's one of my top five yeah, still. So.
3: Yeah. 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 You know. Which we got an Ant Man trailer at at my theater. Did you guys get the same Ant Man trailer? We did we didn't
2: we did not get Ant Man and the Wasp.
3: Ant Man and Wasp. Um and this is and this is the this is the last film for the MCU before the big Infinity War uh kickoff, if I'm not mistaken. I don't so, think you are
2: mistaken. Yeah, I think I yeah. think Ant Man and the Wasp was actually Phase Two, Phase Three.
3: We're like in Phase Five four or something, <laughs> Seven? 13? <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, in Infinity War, I'm I'm not like I'm I'm excited for it, but I have sort of tempered expectations. Yeah. I'm. Civil War is still one of my favorites for the MCU. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, like, when you get that many heroes and, like, over a decade of films leading up to an event, like, that's a lot for them to kind of try and take on. I'm not saying they can't do it. I'm just, I don't know. I'm I'm afraid to expect them to crush it and and then be let down.
2: Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's a difficult task before the Russo brothers to get this kind of ensemble film, this ensemble action film. And the, the Avengers was one thing. Avengers Age of Ultron was another. It, this movie just has, you know, you, you've seen the picture, and I'm sure those listening have seen the picture of all the Marvel people all the all the all the Marvel actors just sitting in like a whatever like a high school auditorium They're like in bleachers like <laughs> or something <laughs> yeah. yeah and just so many of them and, and that picture doesn't even have everybody who's been in a Marvel movie that yeah. that's that's the crazy thing to me and there's just so many people so I, I think that's the the really big challenge to try to give everyone their due because there's there's gonna be people who are disappointed like. I might be disappointed that maybe Ant Man doesn't get as, as much as I want him to do. And, right, and maybe that's yeah. a benefit of having having it split into essentially two movies. Uh, but well, I mean yeah,
3: was, I, I can see this movie being the final passing of the torch for the MCU where uh, I think we are going to move away from the characters that have sort of made the mcu what it is i think i'm not saying we'll never see iron man or captain america or thor moving forward but i can definitely see this being an opportunity for those actors to step away and and, and them to sort of move forward with captain marvel ant-man and keep black panther if they can keep rolling spider-man out like um these are these are really strong characters that they could I mean obviously I haven't seen Captain Marvel on screen yet but um that they could build the next phase of the MCU around and and of course introduce a bunch of others uh, guardians things like that and um but but finally give those other actors a break (laughs) so so that you know it's not it's not focused on them Get another Doctor Strange movie. Get an, you know, get some more of that stuff going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, make make Bucky I'm, Captain I'm America.
2: You know, just that that type of stuff.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, all right, that, I think that's enough Marvel talk for now. Uh, moving from from one set of heroes to another, uh, and this is something that I I have been loosely following over the past week or so, and I think you have probably. Not even watch the first half of this movie, uh, and that is the Winter Olympics. <laughs> That's not a movie. Of course, I haven't watched <laughs> it's it. Not? Oh shoot! I should adjust my DVR. Was it on? Was it on Netflix? Gong gong. Hey. Okay. All right. That's a transition. Uh, did you watch <laughs> the Joel McHale show with Joel McHale?
2: <laughs> uh, I, I when, as soon as I made the 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 sound, I thought, oh, you know what, Travis, Travis, could, he must have watched that show. Because the reaction on your face. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
3: Uh, For those of you that are not familiar with with the Joel McHale show, with Joel McHale, uh, he's doing the soup again. Yeah. Only he's doing it on Netflix and it's not called the soup.
2: (laughs) Yeah. The Joel. uh, Let's. I know you wanted to talk about the Olympics, but now we have something. We have something.
3: No, this is totally. Honestly, this is apathetic enthusiasm. We can go. We can go where the discussion takes us. Uh, the Olympics are on. Uh, go USA. Unless you're in another country, then go for your country.
2: I used to watch the Soup all the time as a kid. Uh, by the time I grew up a little bit, after uh, John Henson stopped being mm-hmm. the host, uh, and then it, then I went to somebody else for a little bit, and then I went to Joel McHale. I was I was out of the talk Soup business, so to speak. Sure. So John, Hens- sure. John Henson is is will always be my my man. I know uh, Greg Kinnear is is a lot of people's man before that even
3: yeah yeah i think i mean i never was a regular viewer of the soup uh but i definitely think i've at least caught a series of episodes with most of the hosts yeah um yeah
2: i mean i i was on i was on the soup i've told you this story before right
3: i was i was on talk soup okay okay so you like uh, the soup is like a clip show so was it like a clip of you or yes, it was, it were was... you like in the audience how how did the okay start for, start from square one
2: it was a clip of me here here here's here's what happened i'm in high school right at the that you know back in mid 90s mid late 90s late 90s okay. yeah and there was this movie that came out and it was called good burger with keenan and Kel. okay <laughs> And Welcome
3: the Good Burger home with the Good Burger. Can ma- I take your oh. <laughs> all
2: And guess what? Talk Soup was doing a contest for to for somebody to win the Burger Mobile. Okay? <laughs> so me and me and my friend Matt, uh old, old Matty size. Uh, old Matty. Yeah, we're we're still best friends, even though uh his wife will probably kill me if she ever sees me again. Uh he and I, we had just become best friends. And we love. We both love Talk Soup. We knew this contest was coming out, and what the contest was was you sent in a video of why you're the Talk Soup's biggest fan. And I'm saying Talk Soup because that's what it was called back in the day. Yeah. Why you're Talk Soup's biggest fan? And so what we did is I'm in my house and I had a bass guitar and it's like solid metal. There's the only the only thing or solid metal, solid wood. I don't know. It was solid uh, <laughs> except with room for pickups to go in there. And I basically said. I lo- we love talk soup so much that I'm gonna hit my head with this bass guitar, <laughs> and and so I, I I slam my head into the bass guitar, and Matt's also in the room, and he goes, oh ho, 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 damn,
3: <laughs> and in that typical Sizemore voice, yeah, soup, that, su- that 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 future you know news host,
2: yeah, voice, super deep, super low, and what so. uh we didn't win, obviously, because I'd be I'd be rocking that Pinto Good Burger Mobile all over the place still. Yeah. Um I would have gotten laid so much more. <laughs> <laughs> um but You, we...
3: uh, you want to see the Good Burger <laughs> car?
2: Mm? Mm? Ooh, I got I got some good things in this good burger. <laughs> I don't know why I, why I talk like that. Um it, so he we didn't win, but there was they had a series of like, hey, here's some runners up from the the show. Uh, they didn't win, but hey, good good try for them. And so the clip was uh, me hitting my head with the bass guitar. Matt going, oh damn, and then me hitting my head with the bass guitar. They, they did it like three times in a row. Like like, <laughs> oh, damn. oh damn, oh damn, oh damn. Anyways, and that's that's my that's my claim to fame.
3: Yeah. Aside from this podcast, aside from <laughs> yeah,
2: so I was on talk soup.
3: Awesome. You're well, welcome. You're uh, welcome. World. Good. Good job. And uh, and now the soup's sort of back uh, with with Joel McHale, which uh, I did watch the first episode. This is a new Netflix series. Uh, they've been picked up for 13 episodes initially. If all of you go out and watch it, then. Maybe they'll get more, but it is, it is not a typical Netflix show where every episode is released, uh, on the same day. It is released, uh, one day a week. So, which is, is different for Netflix. They're mixing it up a little bit. Um, I think the other show that has recently, uh, come out on Netflix that is sort of following the same, uh, sort of release schedule is, uh, the David Letterman show the uh my next guest needs no introduction yeah um where again not every episode's out they're they're slowly rolling them out what do, what do you think of this sort of shift for Netflix which i mean this is this isn't the first time they've done it um uh oh, what's her name
2: Chelsea Handler
3: Chelsea yeah she uh she had a show on Netflix doing this for a while what what do you think of the uh, delayed gratification if you will uh, on Netflix.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a. I mean, it's a. It's a good question. Uh, and and if you hadn't brought it up, I was going to. So so thank so thank you. No, it's Netfli There are certain shows that Netflix wants to do that aren't that aren't bingey shows that that yeah. aren't meant to be bingey. Like I would I would argue that most of the shows on CW aren't meant to be binge watched as an example because oh god so much melodrama look, look, I, people are going to hate me for this but the flash all those shows if you watch them one episode at a time week after week fine shows fantastic yeah. but if you try to binge those those shits you are going to uh, i've tried i i have tried
3: um not successfully either
2: <laughs> but but um, but the but, but the point is so there are some shows that that aren't meant to be binged i would argue that uh the the soup the joel McHale show is not a a binge show and and especially since it's topical right because since it is a a soup-esque show where they're commenting on like current shows that are going on uh you know it it has to be it has to be more of a like current week after week thing rather than a uh let's do it all today because then the the, their content is going to be all from today with one right. exception, and,
3: and and the and the show has a shelf life. I feel like, I mean, you can definitely go back and watch these episodes, you know, weeks later. And most of the most of the comedy is based off a current show, but it's it's such a small slice of that show that they're picking out just, you know, a really funny moment from The Bachelor or, you know, My Hip Hop Life or whatever that show is. That's the other thing about The Soup and. They feature shows I've never heard of. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, it's really broadening my horizons. Uh, I, um, I, I, but I, yes.
2: I, I said it. I said, I said, like right at the tail end, uh, the shows that you don't know of. Yes. But the one exception for the, the, the non-current events when they when he, I don't know if this is part of the show's contract, but to have to talk about Netflix originals on, on the show as well.
3: Yeah, I, we, that will be, I think, a test going forward to see how much Netflix stuff they talk about. Yeah. But, I mean, when he was doing the soup on E, he was talking about Kardashians a lot. I'm sure he was talking about other, you know, shows that were on the E network. So, right. Yeah. I, I think it's, I think it is beneficial for the network running the show to kind of,
2: yeah, kind of
3: plug at their own stuff, and and obviously Joel is is talking tongue in cheek about the fact that he's on Netflix, and he does a whole you know uh, sketch about it and all, and all that yeah. stuff. So I I don't know if that's going to be a repeated thing or if that was just a first episode kind yeah. of. Yeah,
2: and 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 I'm I'm fine with that. What I what I mean more is that whereas some of these shows he's talking about are current Netflix shows right. that he's commenting on, making jokes about those those are those are timeless because those will always be on Netflix at some point in time swirling By around and large,
3: yeah i i think i think if there is a new Just the major netflix like release like oh new season of stranger things is coming out and then he does some stranger things discussions but um i don't think it i don't know well we'll have to wait yeah, and see yeah. let's see if, let's see if he gets past 13 episodes uh <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, it was, it was cool to see. I'm, I'm going to continue to, uh, check it out. It's one of those, it's one of those Netflix things that it's, it's almost nice to have a small 30 minute bite size. Just like, yeah, I don't have to dedicate eight hours on a Saturday to getting through this. Yeah. I don't, I don't have to watch seven seasons to feel caught up. Like I can just watch the 30 minutes. And then wait a week and, and get the <laughs> new one. Like, I don't know. That's, that's kind of nice. And uh, I, I, I'm interested. I've, I've always been interested in how Netflix is changing the media landscape, if you will. And uh kind of having an impact on cable and they're, they're doing a lot of things and, and they don't, they don't have to be like stick to a, a format necessarily. They don't have to be the network that brings you comedy. They don't have to be the network that brings you, you know, hit movies. They, you know, they can kind of be all of those things. Um, I don't know if they're ever going to get too big to where it's like, I don't, what do you go to Netflix for? Or are they just going to replace cable altogether and just replace all of it? Like, I don't.
2: Yeah. 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 I don't know. I mean, the the joke's are already out there just in the last couple of weeks about Netflix being the direct to D V uh, D, direct to home uh video waste basket that you used to see at like Blockbuster or, or the warehouse where where you're like, like, uh let's let some of these movies and shows are, are in the bargain bin at Walmart. You know what I'm saying?
3: Oh yeah. Oh no, that's not all it's it's not all great stuff on Netflix. I I mean there was there was a, a golden age there where it felt like Netflix could do no wrong, but there's there's definitely some stuff that they're pumping out where I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't watch that on an existing subscription service I already pay money for. I w- oh, wait.
2: I wouldn't be proud of that.
3: <laughs> I just don't want that to show up in my algorithm. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, um, where it's
2: like set, where it's like ninety five percent positive. Which which by the way, what where what is that? What is that number even? <laughs> I don't know where they get that number from. I don't know what I don't know if it's like. Your friends are 95, they agree with you. Like, what? A, it's, it's as about as I don't know. Clear I don't rate anything on Netflix. Apple Podcasts. I, I tried for
3: a while. I don't, I don't rate things on Netflix. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, me watching it all the way through is my thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I'm sure they already have those analytics, so they can, they can do with them what they
2: will. Absolutely. Um, okay. Well, in, instead of, so netflix bargain bin we we talk a lot about netflix we talked about netflix last time we were on the show i i, I think uh but since that show but since that episode we have been enthralled with cable television and what's on cable or well, network tele. well whatever regular television the olympics
3: <laughs> oh we're doing the olympics again yeah let's talk about um, the olympics
2: i don't watch the olympics i watch like a couple of events uh, there's just you know like I just I watch the medal count on my phone every once in a while where I Okay. I scroll and I'm like, oh yeah, it's... we're still in like sixth place. Got it.
3: I think I think I've definitely decided I prefer Summer Olympics to Winter Olympics. If I had to if I had to pick one. Sure. Um, maybe it's because I hail from a warm weather climate <laughs> uh and and did not grow up in an area with regular snowfall. Um I don't know. For me, it's weird because I always feel like excited that the Olympics are coming back on. I I kind of mark my calendar. Oh, cool, February, yeah, let's let's watch. You mark your calendar twenty straight nights of obscure sporting events. <laughs> um, like I, I'm not shaming you.
2: I just I just never. I I want to, I want to know if that was a joke or if I went and looked at your calendar, it would say Olympics started on this day.
3: Uh it's not on my calendar. <laughs> I think. No, it's it's not. It's not written down. Okay, okay. But I've been like mental if if you got a hold of my mental calendar, it was in there. Ugh, it was in there. Already. I don't I don't want to um, see what's on that. <laughs> yeah, there's some anyway. Uh Yeah, it's it's weird cuz I from opening ceremonies to closing ceremonies, if I am not deliberately trying to watch hit television i want the olympics to be on for some reason to the point where like in the middle of the day on like a saturday i feel like if i if i turn on the tv and i can't get like you know skeleton or some other weird you know race or i don't know what is it the the luge the one where they ski where they ski and shoot at the same time? Oh, biathlon, tri- or
2: triathlon.
3: <laughs> yeah, something cross like that. country. Uh, but cross country shooting. I, I don't know. I just <laughs> i I like to have it on, and then what ends up happening is I'll be on like the the eighth skier for super G downhill skiing, where they're literally doing the same thing over and over again. And finally, Sheena will turn to me and just be like, "Really? Like <laughs> this isn't there anything else that we could be watching?" Um But yeah, and so it's—I don't know—it's one of those things where it's just—I guess it's a global event, yeah. And so f- for me, I just feel like, oh, I should care about this. Or, <laughs> I care and, now, and there are there are moments of excitement and drama. Sports type drama, but yeah, I don't
2: know. Um, we, it may it may have been the first weekend of the Olympics, but but Chelsea said, "Oh, hey, the Olympics are on. Oh, we should we should watch it." So I I turned on the TV and I found the Olympics and it was it was the luge, uh, I I think, and uh, it was on it was on and sh- and we were watching it for for a minute and then she got up off the couch and then she walked. Into the bedroom, and then in the bedroom is where she stayed. She stayed in the bedroom. <laughs> she was the one who told me to turn on, and then then she left. And and then so I said to myself, "Um, I, I I'm not watching this. Let me. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't pick this. <laughs> um. So so yeah. I I mean I I like the Olympics, but you know it's it's a it's a definitely a background thing to have on. You know what I
3: mean? Yeah. I think, I think that's how it is for me too. I, I don't know. Lately, there's not a ton of television that it's like appointment television for me to watch anyway. So I'm like, Hey, if I'm going to have the TV on, might as well be supporting my United States and hoping that we get all the gold medals and, but we don't, we're not, we're not as good at, at the Winter Olympics, you know, but we're trying, and you know, well, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's that's Olympic coverage for 2018 <laughs> for apathetic enthusiasm. Uh, 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 yeah, absolutely. We, we, uh, the other thing that's sort of been kind of awesome this last couple of weeks, uh, and I don't think we got a chance to talk about it, but that's uh, Starman or or the the Elon Musk. Uh, rocket. Oh, uh, shooting shooting his car into space. Did we talk about this at all on on the previous episode? Uh, we we
2: meant I think we mentioned it. We had to have mentioned it at some point in time. But I didn't when you I see Starman here in the notes and I I didn't know what that was in reference oh, to. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> well, I I I guess the reason it's it's on my mind is is somebody posted um and this is this is I think from last year. Uh, it was a presentation that Elon Musk gave about the future of SpaceX and and where they're going and and the things that they're trying to do. Uh, they they're trying to develop a very very large rocket that is codenamed the BFR, which is awesome. Uh, just just uh, on its own.
2: Roll but, roll but... my eyes. <laughs> Welcome to
3: doom, circa mid '90s. What? anyways uh he's 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 standing up there and he's he's talking about uh sort of the progress they've made with their current rockets uh when when you saw the uh launch of the I think it was the Falcon Heavy um and and the two support rockets that that landed simultaneously or near simultaneously um that was just sort of like an like, really inspiring moment, and then to hear sort of Elon Musk in no uncertain terms talk about how his plans are to build a lunar base, because it's 2018, and why don't we have a lunar base yet? And then, hey, we should be a multi-planet species. We We should have a colony on Mars. Like, it's... It's time. It's time. It's time now. And... And I, I, wa- I wanted to get your opinion on this because, I mean, yeah, it's, Elon Musk is almost single-handedly trying to sort of start another space race. Is this something that you feel like we should be really interested in and excited about? Or are you just kind of, I don't know, apathetic to to <laughs> what's going on in the stars?
2: Uh. Let me ask you this, Travis. Are you enthusiastic about what he's doing?
3: I would say I am. Uh. And it's also not why we named the show this. But (laughs) it only took us three years to get to this bit.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. That's that's the exact joke I was going to make. We finally (laughs) have, we finally tied in the title of this friggin' show to (laughs) opinions we have on something why why didn't we uh, uh, let's talk about Elon Musk here in a second but why didn't we frame the show as like here's things that Brandon and Travis are disagree disagree on and then and then talk about it in that respect instead of being like yeah no that was a really good movie you're absolutely right
3: oh that was you no, I totally I think I, I think to- part of the problem is we're very similar and we like a lot of the same things. Yeah. And I don't know how many things <laughs> we can uh kind of point counterpoint on uh without making the show about religion and or uh, elements of of politics or something like that. In
2: in Kentucky Fried Movie it's count pointer count. I just want to say <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that. Okay, anyways, so I'm apathetic to like exploring space and and I I think it's, I think it will be cool someday. I really do. But here's, here's my, my issue is that going up into space and colonizing other worlds isn't good when we can't even figure out the shit on our own planet among ourselves. I don't want to, I don't want to go, I don't want to go to other planets and ruin their lives too.
3: (laughs) You know, like, I, that, I'm not, I don't, it's it's it, like, it's like when you're, like when your cousin, like, can't get their act together, uh, so they come and move in with you, <laughs> and then ruin, ruin your household, too. Yeah, and you're, like, uh, and you're like, come on, can you just, can you, put the seat down, jeez. Oh, <laughs> i trap teaching my kid this, and uh, you're not helping at all. Uh, yeah, so I, I totally understand that argument, and I agree with 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 the sentiment of it i i do think if if elon musk was only concerned with getting out into space and 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 the things that we could do you know to get to mars or or colonize on the moon uh then it would kind of be like all right come on but like there's there's issues here and and to his credit he is doing a lot of things through some of his other companies to to address many of those issues here now
2: now, now what there's,
3: there, there's the there's the sickness <laughs> coming coming back. I don't know if some of his projects here on Earth are just his live tests, proof of concepts for stuff he wants to do in space, <laughs> yeah. where he's like, "Hey, um, I'm not gonna have ready access to fossil fuels necessarily, but I do have solar energy." So let's get really good at making batteries and really good at making cars that run on those batteries. It's, it, okay, let's do that. Oh, well, let's also get really good at um, Hyperloop travel and figuring out ways to move people <laughs> and goods uh, between locations at high speeds. I, that will work really well in space. I'm going to
2: like, bring out a, a civilization reference. And in civilization, when you're going for your scientific victory, which is to get a rocket (laughs) and leave the Earth, you have to build... He's going for
3: it. He's trying to get that scientific
2: victory. You have have to build all the spaceship parts, right? The best way to do that is to have a bunch of different cities researching different things and building up different spaceship parts. So what this mother trucker is doing is he's using all his other companies and building space parts and then transferring them to the main place to build a spaceship so he can leave earth scientific
3: victory, scientific victory. Figured it out. Congratulations. Elon Musk. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that in the fifties, sixties, uh, the space race at the time was, you know, obviously I wasn't alive at the time, but, uh, it was something that the entire nation was interested in. Mm-hmm. They were focused on like who's going to, in part, the Cold War had a, had, a, had a significant uh, a little, little, factor on this because a little bit to do they were about, like, yeah. who's going to get to space first and are they going to blow us up once they get there? <laughs> um, but I don't know. I think it was something that inspired a lot of young people uh, of that generation to see astronauts go somewhere where no one had gone before explore the moon this place that we'd only seen from afar and now we could actually touch it and study it and things like that and there are a lot of people to this day that pursue you know scientific degrees or 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 try to learn more about space and and even our planet and the things that we can do to improve our planet because of the scientific victories that took place then and i think there has been a de-emphasis of that um on a national level and i think it is cool to see even a private citizen who who just has all the monies saying hey i'm still interested in this and i'm interested in pushing it further you know, yeah, we retired the space shuttle. He's like, I'm going to make something even better and call it a BFR. And I don't know. It's, to me, it's really cool. It's really interesting. And hopefully as he continues to kind of shake things up and, and try to push us even further into space, it's going to inspire those young people of this generation to say, hey, this is something that's possible. This is something that we can, Uh, we can go even further than we have before. And so for me, that's, that's where the excitement, that's where the enthusiasm comes from is, is the potential and the potential for people to be excited about studying space and, and, and those scientific things that, um, you know, open up new stuff,
2: new, new spaces, new, new new possibilities. And, Absolutely, and I, I i completely i completely understand and agree with that that point. Uh, so so, i i agree with the excitement of the the future, right? But i but i also have to temper my idealism and also say that's it's, it's good. Somebody needs to be pushing that stuff out and advancing science and in the future of human race but we can't also lose sight that there are issues that we need to fix in the here and now. So,
3: 100% agreed. Yeah. 100% agreed. He wants to be on Mars in 2022. Well, good riddance. 2022. <laughs> 2022. Like I that's really soon. That's that's nuts to me. So, yeah. peanuts. Um, peanuts. Um. All right. Well. Well. That's Elon. That's our Elon Musk minute. Um. I think it's time to to close out the show. But uh, we we had a bit of a an anniversary, a birthday, if you will. And we missed it. Uh. This 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 podcast recently turned three years old. Um. If you if you scroll all the way to the bottom of the iTunes feed, <laughs> February seventeenth, twenty fifteen was our first episode. And since then, this podcast has, and we alluded to it throughout throughout this episode, but it's been through many, many changes, uh, different levels of focus. I think we've covered uh, many of those areas of focus, I think, in this episode. It was kind of yeah. a a weird grouping of, of the past three years.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, but it yeah, was, yeah, because yeah. we, we've, we've talked about Elon Musk, we've talked about the Olympics before. Uh, <laughs> We we had yeah. we had to. That's well. We, we point,
3: basically run out of ideas. The show is over. Uh, we've talked
2: about, about Black Panther, and we've, and, we've <laughs> and, and I'm and I'm I'm nearly damn well positive that I've said that my hitting my head on a bass guitar story on this this show before.
3: Wow, I don't remember that at all. I remember
2: it. I remember it like it was yeah. yesterday. It was, I'm
3: surprised you remember that because I mean head trauma. <laughs> um. But anyway, I I just want to say thank you. I, this. This podcast does not have the largest following. We joke about it all the time, but uh, there are many of you that are very consistent uh, in in your listening to this podcast and have been for a very long time. We appreciate you. We appreciate that you continue to download the show. Uh, if you if you share this show with people, thanks for doing that. If if you if you only started listening to Apathetic Enthusiasm in the last year or so, because Maybe you listen to interdimensional RSS and you're like, Hey, these guys talk about other stuff. <laughs> well, thanks. Thanks for checking out the podcast. We, we, we're happy to have you. And I think as we've said many times, this is an opportunity for us to talk about just the stuff that's on our mind. But if you guys have something that's on your mind that you think we should be discussing, definitely hit us up uh, on all those social platforms. Let us know what's, what's, what's worth a discussion. And you know we're not we're not against talking about you know suggesting material. Yeah, uh, Brandon, is there anything you want to say after three years of of <laughs> continuing to pump out podcasts?
2: Uh, when when Chelsea and I we did our vow renewal, I did. I'm I'm not good at being serious, and even, even as I'm holding her hands and I'm looking directly into her eyes, and it's supposed to be a very romantic. Uh, uh, relationship affirming moment i can't help but but joke uh but i i mean that doesn't stop me from truly feeling appreciation and caring for the time that we spent together and this and the same goes for you travis you you're dumb looking but i appreciate having to look at you that's
3: that's why it's an audio podcast right? uh, and I and I, uh, I
2: and I and i appreciate everyone out there who's listened at some point or even currently um, because it's not easy. It's not always easy to listen to us. And we we, (laughs) say, we say things that people disagree with, Uh, but you know, things, things are good. And, and here's, here's the three more starting with our next episode our inaugural episode of the Pop Funko cast with Brandon and Travis where we talk about Pop Funko figurines oh, and then gosh. explore their history.
3: Brandon Brandon on iTunes Stitcher. Do you remember what our second episode was I don't, of the podcast? I don't
2: remember. Is that is that uh was that the um music industry and like Spotify and stuff like that?
3: No. No, was it so? Was it we, <laughs> uh, I the title is know how I got these Oscars. Oh, yeah, uh, our our first super punny, uh, show title. They only got, uh, they only done, got worse we, from there. We've done we've done an Oscar episode every year that the podcast has been on, and in a couple of weeks, uh, it'll be right around the time for us to be talking about uh, Oscar films again maybe uh we'll see how many i can actually see between now and then uh or if brandon has any interest in doing so um but maybe we can maybe we can mix some funko pops with some you know <laughs> no
2: it's gonna be a Ladybirds. it's gonna be his own show travis call
3: me by your names and things like that
2: <laughs> here's 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 uh here's what i here's what i can promise the listeners is that I don't think I have enough time in between thinking of ideas that I'm never going to execute on for podcast <laughs> to watch all the best picture nominees. But I think I did this. I think I did this last year or the year before where I just did the, uh, <laughs> the, the Brandon Oscar Wikipedia.
3: That's right. That's right.
2: <laughs> uh, best picture picks. So, uh, what we, what we do, what we have done before. And I think we should do again is is uh if we do this before the Oscars then we will do our predictions and then we'll come back with the major categories um to see who did better.
0: Yeah.
3: All right. That's it. That's
2: it. That's all. That's that's the last thought.
3: Uh if if <laughs> if, if, if you haven't rated this show before on iTunes please do so. Uh if you don't listen on iTunes, hey, if however you listen has a rating system Hey. Use that. And if it doesn't, uh just I don't know, tell a stranger on the street about the podcast. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh that's it. Next next two weeks from now we'll we'll talk Oscars. And until then, I'm Travis. And I am Brandon. Thank you so much.